The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Join now and mybookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Use the promo code SGP50 to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only app that puts all the knowledge you need to make smart bets in the palm of your hand. Access line movement and public betting trends in real time and track your picks by using their My Picks feature. So head over to betql.co where you can download it for free. And finally, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark provides you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with data-driven editorial content. So make sure you follow Oddshark on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. Welcome to your Thursday edition of World Cup 247 covering these Thursday games. Coming off the Wednesday games where we went 5-0, 100% record, Portugal to nil, Uruguay to nil, Spain to nil and the parlay and Portugal money line as well. The big parlay was all the teams put together. Couldn't see any of them losing. Unbelievably, we've come out with three one nils in three tight games where the opposition could have equalised against us. In fact, it looked like Iran did, but VAR came to our rescue. Portugal literally stopped playing after they scored, so we had to sweat that one out. Uruguay was probably the easiest win of the day. I was kind of expecting them to... Um, beat the handicap there as well. I'm lucky that I plumped for Tanil over the handicaps in these games because the handicaps were the same prices and I always prefer the Tanil bet because I always think that teams are less likely to concede than they are to actually score two goals. Um, it wasn't really something that I expected to see in terms of Morocco, Iran and Saudi Arabia creating a load of chances. But I'm surprised that all of the games ended up being 1-0. But it doesn't matter how you win it. It just matters that you win it. And a 100% day is a 100% day. It's the second one that we've actually had. Uh, we're now sitting at 19-7 and seven overall. 73% is the actual win rate that we're sitting on. I would take 73% any day of the week. I would take 60%. And if we finish on 60%, we've had a really good World Cup. But we've had a good start here, 100%. There's absolutely no denying that. To go 73% um, after the first round of games and obviously just a couple of games into the um, into the next round. So really happy with that. Um, let's hope that all the futures end up hitting because so far the first confirmed future is the Uruguay and Russia to qualify. That's landed already. Um, Sean locked that over on the SGP. I gave it out with uh, Jeff. Me and Jeff collectively gave that one out and um, Sean locked it up on the Sports Gambling Podcast version with Ryan and Sean um, and it looks like Spain and Portugal may be the next one to hit as well. That one-two combination providing that um, 
Portugal don't outscore Spain in the final games. That doesn't look very likely because Iran look really, really tight. I'll be happy if Portugal just 100% make it and don't succumb to a 1-0 defeat to Iran. I don't think it will happen. I think Portugal are too savvy to do that. That's why they are going into this, the European champions. But <clears throat> I'm not really going to be putting anything on Portugal to win that final game. Uh, I do think Spain will be able to see it through, especially because Morocco are out and probably don't care now. And um, I think they may play more freely. They won't have to sit back and go for a result and that's going to play straight into Spain's hands. So, so we'll cross that bridge when it comes to it and betting those games. But let's look at today's games here for this Thursday as we start groups C and D with uh, groups A and B complete for their second round of games. And, um, yeah, we've got Denmark versus Australia starting things off tomorrow. Denmark are 21 to 20 odds against. The draw is 12 to 5. And Australia is 16 to 5. Australia are getting a lot of love here because they managed to be battle bravely against France and kind of be defensively sound and keeping them out. Also because they were given a penalty where Umti of Barcelona completely and utterly lost his head and gave away one of the stupidest penalties I've ever seen. Otherwise, at that point, France would have probably gone on and won the game comfortably. And France were awful for the last 35 minutes of the first half. They had a good first 10 minutes where it looked like they might trounce Australia. And then France completely switched off. That's consistent with how France have been um, coming into the World Cup as well. Of course, they had that one-all draw against the US, which was really disappointing. However, somehow the bookies have managed to put this um, on uh, put this as Australia uh, being a decent side and have given the credit to Australia, whereas Denmark haven't got any credit for beating Peru. And Peru were one of the big underdogs here going into this World Cup to 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 advance into the last sixteen and possibly even beyond that. They were seen as a dark horse to um, to not win it, but to but to go far. There's always a team that gets to the quarterfinals and whatnot. Last year it was Costa Rica, and Peru were kind of tipped as that team, whereas Denmark held them at bay really, really well. <clears throat> I know that they um, that Peru missed a really bad penalty in that game, but Denmark held them off, held them off, and hit them on the break. That's what Denmark have been doing. That's how Denmark got to this World Cup. Denmark trounced the Republic of Ireland 5-1. Denmark have Christian Eriksen, who's one of the best players at this tournament, full stop. And um, to price this up at 21-20, I have to be taking Denmark here. I like Denmark to nil as well, but I just love Denmark to grind this game out, kind of following the pattern of today's games where a 1-0 will be enough. I can't see any other result, quite frankly. I think Denmark will take that before it starts. And I think that there's an air of inevitability to it. So we're getting a really good price here at odds against for Denmark to win this game at 21-20. to the second game at Group C, um, and it's obviously the more fashionable game that people will be watching because it features France going up against Peru. As I already said, Peru, one of the fancied sides coming into this competition. Uh, they're well-backed by people. France were fancied as well, unless people have, have watched them in their friendlies. They still have that France problem. And I kind of thought that Didier Deschamps wouldn't succumb to that 
pressure from the media of trying to get all the stars in. He often just plays Olivier Giroud, Olivier Giroud, who isn't a glamorous player, but he's a hard-working player that managers like, and he would then have to sacrifice either Dembele or Griezmann or Mbappe just to stick to playing Giroud down the middle. No, he decided to play all three. It didn't work. You had three very selfish players up there, and then you also have Paul Pogba there. Um, you have a suspect defence. Defence certainly isn't the best part of the France team, uh, with the, especially in the right-back position where the, the, the first-choice right-back isn't available at the moment. And, um, and yeah, they were just very disappointing in this game. Uh, Peru attacked and attacked, but it just didn't look like they were ever going to score, even missing that penalty against Denmark. But their build-up play was really good. I'm not too sure what we put out as a bet here. We can take France at three to five because that is within something that we can post out. But I'm not 100% sure that France even win this game. I prefer taking the both teams to score here at six to five. Now, that's a big, big shout seeing as Peru weren't able to score in the last game, but I just can't see that repeating itself. I can just see these two at least playing out a one-all draw or France maybe nicking it again like they did against Australia. I have a suspicion that Denmark might be able to steal this group from France. I'm just not impressed with them at all, and we'll see what happens here. Don't be surprised if France do win the game, but also don't be surprised if they concede a goal. I do think France may narrowly get out of jail here and, and be able to win this game, but it certainly won't be my more than one goal. In fact, even taking Peru with a plus two head start here seems appealing uh, because it's a one to two. So you can take it minus 200 for Peru with a two goal head start because I don't think France are going to beat them by more than a goal. They just don't look capable and Peru don't look that bad. They, they pretty much had the game stolen off them by Denmark. And um, yeah, this is, this is, this is tougher to call than, than just taking France at three to five. I don't really have the confidence in, in doing that. I hope that France do win and I hope that I'm wrong and I'm quite happy to take a hit on this match um, in terms of if France put down a performance and they win 4-0 and both teams don't score because that means our our group bet from the start of the tournament is looking really good but I think you're going to definitely be looking at something more along the lines of 2-1 um, in fact that was my predicted score I'm not saying to bet it or anything but um, or maybe you could for um, a quarter of a unit or something whatever your unit stake is um, yeah, 2-1 to France is what I'm going for here. But both teams to score is what I'm giving out because um, I don't like the defences here and I just don't like I just don't like France, quite frankly, after watching the first game. Australia are not a very good team and they've actually affected the Denmark price um, for, for Denmark-Australia based on the France performance where France made Australia look good. Australia not good. I think you'll see that tomorrow. Although Denmark aren't great either. Um, they are defensively solid. So let's. I'm just expecting Australia to be shut out tomorrow. But getting away from that that group because that group is um, quite a tough one to to call with with France's bad form. It looked like one of the easiest ones at the start. And like I said, I hope it does somehow manage to become easy again. And and France do just manage to um, look the part again and look like. A decent side that they are, that they look like on paper, and they actually that does actually reflect on the pitch. And in patches, France looked decent. France looked decent going for the win um, in the last fifteen minutes. France looked decent. France looked decent in the first ten minutes. But he really needs to sort that team out. He really needs to make a decision as to who and who he doesn't play because um, he needs to make some decisions in that team. He needs to make that team a team.
they're not going to do anything in this World Cup with a bunch of individuals that they that they are and then and how they currently played uh, when they scrap past Australia. Okay, let's move on to the big game of the day, and it's in Group D: Argentina versus Croatia. Argentina twenty three to twenty, twenty three to ten on the draw, and three to one on Croatia to win this game. Now, as you guys all know, I have Croatia as my winner, and I have Croatia 1 and 2 as the straight forecast on this, Croatia 1, Argentina 2. Argentina may not even get out of this group, depending on the other result. If there's a winner in the Iceland-Nigeria game tomorrow, Argentina are in big trouble, because I don't think that they're winning this game. I think that um, Croatia are very solid defensively. I think that they have more world-class players in Argentina. Argentina are very, very top-heavy. All their best players are up top. And Messi's not even performing. Now, I know we can't really base it all on one game, but it just seems like there's so much pressure on Messi. I mean, that penalty that he took was nowhere near even finding a corner. That was terrible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't fancy Argentina... At all. I barely fancied him against Iceland. I thought they might scrap through with a 1 0 win. If you guys heard that podcast, that didn't materialise. And I certainly don't fancy him in this game. And I, and I never did, even at the start of the tournament. That's why I picked Croatia to win the group. As results have gone, uh, Croatia no longer needs to, to win this game. So I do expect Croatia possibly to come out for the draw. Although I do expect them to be able to beat Argentina if they fully go for it. However, I do think that both teams will err with caution here. I just think Argentina's fate is going to come down to the final game. And uh, the best thing for Argentina tomorrow is for Iceland and Nigeria to draw each other. If that happens, Iceland sit on two points and Nigeria sit on one point. And if Argentina can get a draw here against Croatia, then they also sit on two points, meaning they'll go into the final game needing either a win against Nigeria or they could still amazingly get through with a draw, providing Iceland don't beat Croatia. Let's let's let's, let's look at how how ridiculous and yet how fascinating that is. If Iceland draw Nigeria and Iceland draw Croatia and Argentina draw Croatia and draw Nigeria, both Iceland and Argentina will have three draws and it will literally come down to goals scored. So Argentina could progress through this group without winning a game. Argentina are the type of team that could end up in a World Cup semi-final without winning a game. They could literally do it on penalty shootouts and they could end up facing France in the next round. If France do get their act together and win their group, they could end up facing Argentina, which would be a tasty game for the last 16. And then after that, the winner of that game is likely to go on and face either Portugal or, or Russia. But we're getting far, far too ahead of ourselves. Let's look at this game first and let's actually make a pick on it. I think you're getting really good value on the handicap result, taking Croatia plus one at 10 to 11 here. Um, I believe that's uh, minus 110 over at the States. Um, have a look and see if you can find that. All I'm seeing here on Odd Shark is minus 120. I would still take it. I would still take that bet. And obviously, you can bet everything that you see here or hear here, sorry, over at mybookie.ag, the official sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Edit the code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. Uh, that's all my picks for, uh, for tomorrow or for today's games, if you are listening to this on Thursday. Uh, let's hope we can keep the run going. 19 and 7%, 73% is going to be tough. Um, the day after a big 
day of winning is always the day that's most dangerous. So you're always most dangerous coming off a win. So be very wary of what you bet on here. Um, try and stick to the picks. I do think that they are safe picks. Um, I like one unit in the Denmark game. I would probably go for half a unit on the, the both teams to score because that is a bit of a gamble. But I definitely like Croatia plus one. I would go two units on that. I, I, I love that final game. I just don't think that Argentina are going to beat Croatia. They don't have the track record to do it. They, they, they're not coming into this tournament with that kind of win. Have a look at Argentina's previous, previous record. Have a look at Argentina's last five or six games. There's absolutely nothing here from a betting perspective to suggest that Argentina are going to win apart from the whole Lionel Messi factor. That is still pushing the price here. Lionel Messi has failed to score with his last 21 shots at the World Cup. He last scored a goal against Nigeria in the group stages of the 2014 tournament. And Argentina went all the way to the final and Messi did nothing there. Croatia have scored in each of their last five World Cup matches, which is the most they've ever managed. And Croatia haven't lost any of their last five major tournament matches in normal time. So Croatia are definitely the bet here. If, if I was doing a... Um, a lock dog parlay, which we only do on the weekend show because we have so many more matches to call. I would be definitely taking Croatia as a dog. So definitely a two unit pick there for me. I'm sorry I've gone long today. I just, uh, I really wanted to give some decent analysis because as I said, I'm very, very weary about what I give out coming off a day where I've just gone 100%. So anyway, I'll be back tomorrow and tomorrow will be the big weekend show where I'll be rejoined by Shiraz Baziko again. We'll be covering all of the weekend games, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Some really big games there where some people really need to push, put up or shut up, especially the likes of Germany and Brazil who really need to make statements this weekend. I think Germany are really going to struggle, but we'll, we'll speak about that once Shiraz Baziko is on the show. And of course, England are playing on Sunday. So it'd be fun to cover that. So make sure you download tomorrow's show. Good luck with your bets on Thursday. Hopefully we can improve on 19 and seven and 73%. Thanks for listening. Sports.